asking you yeah for everybody me, and me. i'm asking the listeners too but oh, they they can't just, respond yeah they can i just won't hear it well, well I, I will yeah but in my heart if a listener responds and there's no one to hear it does it make a sound uh-huh you don't know that yeah yeah you can Mm-mm. i don't know man there's no way to prove it science 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 Science. She blinded me with smiles. Um, you didn't answer though. Oh me? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, you know, I am still sorry for 2004. Dude, me, me as well. Mm. Just looking through what's trending on Twitter right now, and it doesn't make me happy that the Holocaust is trending at number two. Why? Uh, I don't know, man. Let's see. <sighs> Lord. Ooh. I want to know who, I want to know where, so according to the Guardian, wait a second, hold on. I'm waiting. Okay, so, almost a quarter of young adults in America, 23%, said they believed the Holocaust was a myth or had been exaggerated or weren't sure. What? One in eight said they had definitely not heard or didn't think they had heard about the Holocaust. What? How old is this? How old is this group? But then there's the headline from the Guardian says nearly two thirds of U.S. young adults unaware six million Jews killed in the Holocaust. I don't understand. How is that possible? Okay, I'm I'm trying to. According to a survey of adults, eighteen to thirty nine, twenty th- percent so they believe the holocaust was a myth had it been exaggerated or they weren't sure how many people how many people did they survey like 20 yeah like let's see they're probably not going to tell you i hate serve i hate polling like this yeah i mean it doesn't it, it it's i'm like effectually means nothing yeah unless you tell me like what the what your methodology was like did you did you Talk to a, a million people, a hundred people. Uh huh. It's like were they a hundred Joe Rogan? According fans? to the study of millennial and Gen Z adults aged between eighteen and thirty nine, almost half could not name a single concentration camp or ghetto established during the Second World War. Second World War. I mean, that's not that surprising. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, like. Who? Where did you go to? Data. Okay, here we go. Data was collected from, and then they try to make. Oh, this is what makes me so mad about about polling. Is let's see. Uh, the top scoring state was Wisconsin, where forty two percent of millennial, millennial and Gen Z adults met all three criteria, followed by Minnesota, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The lowest scoring scoring states were Florida at twenty percent, Mississippi at eighteen percent, and Arkansas at seventeen percent. Mm. Data was collected from <clears throat> one thousand interviews nationwide and two hundred interviews in each state. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
it's like okay i don't know that that really is a helpful <laughs> yeah it's like all right cool yeah i mean i guess that that is supposed to get you know a swath of whatever but like that that doesn't feel like a lot of data this is if you notice like they've started if you like check on like the polls like national polling and stuff like that it's like biden is up uh you know 10 points and likely voters in wisconsin the amount of people polled 1100 it's like mm-hmm. i mean i guess like can you re- and then they're like it's a plus or minus three to six percent and i get and maybe polling does work that way maybe it just maybe that is a, a, a good enough sample size to get a reflection it, it but doesn't it, feel like it, it just though. doesn't feel like it. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe like, it is. If you if you polled any, any a thousand my, people in Madison, Wisconsin. Any, well, no, they they definitely like they they choose a sample size that's big enough, or you know, or varied enough. They're sure. not just picking people in one place. Yeah, yeah. But even if you, I just I feel like even if you did, you know, you I don't know, you pick somewhere out in the country, you pick somewhere, and you could do. If they did a thousand people and you do a hundred from each little area, that still feels like such a small number compared to the however many millions of people who live in Wisconsin. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it's a good enough, you know, cross section to get to glean information, you know, across a broader swath of people. If you're a poll, if you're like a political scientist or somebody who understands all this stuff, let us know the methodology. I don't, I don't want to look it up. Email mm-hmm. us at firescapepod at gmail.com. Yep. Or if you know anything about improprieties uh, that any of these boys did, don't, don't slander them. Email compliance at olmiss.edu. What? What is that's that? Like, that's like an old joke from uh, the days of. Uh, Hugh Freeze being at Ole Miss. Uh, ye, the ye, ye oldie days. Ye oldie days. Back when Hugh Freeze, uh, back before his scandal of uh, calling up the prostitutes on a on a work phone. I don't. Speaking. This is a totally uh, off subject thing, but I don't know that I've ever gotten that far in the uh, Welsh Connection song. It got wild. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I I had to turn it off because I was getting too amped. Yeah, I understand. I was getting way too amped. So yeah, that's why the Holocaust is trending, and I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sure, sure. The number six trending thing right now this morning. Uh, what day is today? Wednesday, September the sixteenth. But for you, it's either Wednesday or Friday, September the eighteenth, or later. Uh, is hashtag herd mentality because Trump wanted to say herd immunity. Uh, it said herd mentality, which that, is that makes sense. Ironic, you know, yeah. because that tracks the people that uh, that you know listen to him have a herd mentality. Yeah, but no, but they don't. Though we're the sheeple. Oh yeah, we're the herd. <laughs> They're the individual thinkers. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why they go without a mask to his rally in Nevada oh, or wherever it was, oh, Arizona. Okay. No, Nevada. Was it Nevada? Yeah. Nevada. It said Las Vegas on it, but I'm pretty sure it was like an hour outside of Las Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. But they're not yep. no they're not they're definitely not a herd mentality. They're individuals. Uh huh. Very individual. Very smart. Very, very smart. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. A lot of stuff. Everything else trending is like uh, sports stuff mm-hmm. because the Big Ten has has decided that they they have re decided that they're considering playing football in October. Interesting. Uh, at the at the end of October. The problem with the so I have no problem with the decision. Like I think the Big Ten made the correct decision in not playing football this fall, and then the the problem that they run into is like they like rushed out. They're also the first ones who they announced a conference only schedule, and then decided they aren't playing football at all mm-hmm. without like without telling anybody, without like coming up with a plan or trying to convince the other conferences to do the same things. They just kind of like went out and just decided these things. Uh, and now they are flip-flopping on that decision because the Big Ten has an identity crisis of like, no, we are, a, we are an academic institution who cares about the safety of student athletes mm-hmm. prim- primarily. Uh, but then also like, like they want to pretend that they're both the Ivy League and the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh but you can't be both. No. And they do a very bad job. And like, I wouldn't, it's like one of those things where like, I, I'm not critical of their decision to not, uh, to not play this fall. I was critical of their decision to not play like the way they made the decision and the very obvious, they're going to change this decision. Like I saw this coming from a mile away. Everybody who's like, well, they made the right decision. So don't criticize them. I'm like, just wait, man. This is this is inevitable. Inevitably, they are going to reverse this decision in yeah. the stupidest way possible, which is we're going to play an eight-game season starting in late October. Yeah, I don't really even see the point. I mean, I guess they can make money. Yeah. I guess that's, that's the it. point. Yeah. yeah. They want to make money. Yeah. I just, but they're just not honest about it. Like, that's yeah. the problem. Like, they're like, well, we care about the – we care about our student athletes. I'm like, no, you don't. You're just going to do – you're just going to – you're doing this to get the pats on the back mm-hmm. and then you're going to when you encounter any like struggle you're going to say well we did all we could we're starting in october yeah <laughs> they're like the the like the complaint that like leftists have about like the democrats is like what the big 10 is in football they're yeah. like no we tried you know we impeached him yeah we did all we could we did all we could yeah the president of the big 10 is just like you know the coronavirus is real like with the clap emojis yep. and then like and we're we going to play football <laughs> yeah. and we like somebody should do something about us playing football i guess we just got to mm-hmm. yep and it's like it, that doesn't make them worse than like you know i'm still gonna watch sec football i think that we should not have played in like the way we in the sec was like we're gonna play no matter what but like I can respect that a little more. We just like we just came out and said it. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we're, we're gonna do. We're playing football. Not like, oh my God, someone should someone in power with power should do someone, something about this. Anyone. Anybody is anyone a doctor here? Yeah. Ignore this stethoscope. Yeah. <laughs> we are powerless to this. Yeah. Yeah, man. If I was president of of a conference, I would do. You're like, hey, man, you are the president, huh? What? Who is coming in? Who's president? It's like whenever, like the, I, I'm about somebody needs to take Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's uh, Twitter password away from them because like they keep coming out and doing these like the you know Trump knew and and lied about it. Pass it on, like bitch. Pass it. I, I, you're the person I'm supposed to pass it you're on. You're the to. only one that matters. Yeah. Like here. why? Wh- what? What do you mean? Pass it on. Like 
Someone, anyone, do something. Hey, Pete, Trump yeah. knew the coronavirus was going to be bad and lied about it. I passed it on. Oh, my God. You should do something about it, Pete. We should tell our representatives. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it's just so insane. Like, the post office is being, being dismantled. Somebody, that's illegal, Mr. Mr. Trump, with all due respect. It's like, you... You're the what? you're the body you're the, that holds him accountable. Yeah. Do so, you do you do something? Like what do you want me to do? I I I voted for you. That's <laughs> all the power I got. I got nothing else. Uh, like you should get out to the polls and vote. I did. Uh-huh. For you. Uh-huh. Please please save me. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what, what do you want me to do? Dude. That's the thing that, yeah, I mean, that's the thing I, I always, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm always texting our group thread these things about, like, surely, like, someone can do something. And everyone's just like, yeah, no, they just don't, though. Uh-huh. They just kind of don't. Like, maybe maybe they can't to an extent. I don't really know. I don't understand how those things all work out. Uh, but... They just seem to not be. They just like say things on Twitter. They're just uh-huh. like, "This is, we uh, we disagree." Like, great man, uh-huh. we're aware. We're aware. Yeah, it's like if you can't do anything, wh- I'll tell you what isn't helpful. You like making fun, like punny tweets. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't help. No, no, not at all. That makes me feel like like lie to me. Tell tell me that you are fighting him at every yeah. Like do do what the Republican senators do, just lie to me and say I'm fighting President Trump. Do what they did for Obama, like and just say we're fighting President Trump's agenda at every turn. And then at least I'll feel like you're do like that someone is in charge. Yeah, no. Don't tell me I need to do something. I did. Yeah, we did. We did the thing. Like we voted for you. Please, please fix it. <laughs> just don't know, man. I don't know. Yep. I don't know what we're supposed to do about it. I don't know, man. You know, I kept on I kept on believing up until the bitter end that like Trump will eventually do and say enough things to dissuade his team from supporting him. And now he has done and said just about everything you could do and say. Uh-huh. Including, you know, the like calling calling dead veterans a no, that's suckers and losers. That's fake news, though. Uh, that didn't happen. It just doesn't matter. Doesn't it did, matter. It's because it didn't happen. That's fake news. Doesn't I matter. don't want to talk about that anymore, man. Okay. I've decided. I've decided. I just there's nothing I can do about it, and I don't, and I don't want to deal with it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's how I'm that's how I'm living it. What I can you and, deal you and with Nancy. Is, yeah. What I can deal with is <laughs> no, no. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You said you weren't going to talk about it. Mm, yeah. Uh, dude, the Fresh Prince house is available to rent on Airbnb. Yeah, dog, that's awesome. Apparently, it was super cheap for a second, uh-huh. and, and it is not now. I because, bet because yeah. of people like you, the media. Dude, this is incredible. You know, if I get to stay, this is a tweet from CJ Toledano. You know, if I get to stay in the Fresh Prince house, I'm going to hire movers to move all of the furniture out because I can recreate this in li- in real life, and it's just Will Smith like oh, standing yeah. in the empty living room. But what's Absolutely. So, so what's weird about that is the I guess the exterior is a house, obviously, but the interior is a studio. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So like, I don't know what the interior looks like. Yeah, that's what. So it's like it's the Fresh Prince house. I'm like, no, no. it's just you can I, like stage, it's just the outside house. You can like throw your buddy out into the front yard, yeah. jazz style. That's about all you can really do. Yep. Because the inside is just. Yeah, that's not going to last for long. I feel like uh-uh. this whole thing. Uh, ooh, the Mandalorian season two. Oh that's yeah, there's exciting. a trailer coming out. Oh, or speaking trailer of is that, out. speaking of new TV shows, have you seen the preview for The Long Way Up? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Charlie Warman and uh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. McGregor doing electric bikes electric bikes yeah that's going to be dicey Whiskey. uh and because they're starting in like argentina mm-hmm. going to alaska or something los angeles or los angeles okay yeah like they'll be pretty good once they get to mexico but i feel in like and they'll be pretty good in argentina or yeah. i think where i don't know where they're starting but there's going to be a, a massive swath of of land but in central america where we're just like all right you're leaving panama now and you got to get to guatemala I hope you find enough it's outlets. Some, it's some dirt. <laughs> Good luck. I hope I hope there's enough electrical outlets. Yeah. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be dicey. I hope the electrical outlets work. Uh-huh. I mean they've obviously already done it because yeah. If I mean, there's videos, there's there's trailers, but I assume the uh I, I feel like this was a pre pandemic thing. Yeah. I would assume. I assume the 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 support vehicles probably like have some, some batteries way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm very excited. It's on Apple TV Plus, so um, there, there's the second reason to get Apple TV Plus. The first reason being Ted Lasso. Mm. Is that uh, the only thing it's on? Yeah. Wow. And they're starting to. I mean, like it launched with a pretty terrible. I mean, it had the morning show when it first came out, which was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Carell was very good on it. Mm-hmm. It had a great cast. It just it was just fine. Yeah, uh, I haven't even heard of that. Most of the other stuff, I haven't watched Mythic Quest. I don't know if it's any good or not. I've never heard of any of these shows. Mythic Quest is like a Rob McElhinney, uh vehicle. The guy from uh, Always Sunny. Okay. Yeah, and I only heard of Ted Lasso because of the article you wrote. Yeah, Ted Lasso rules. Like, that is, if you, like, you could wait until, if you want to, like, you know, just try like a free trial of Apple TV Plus and just to watch one thing. Wait until the end of Ted Lasso season one and then just watch that whole thing because it is awesome. Yeah. It's weirdly the best, uh, or just pirate it. I don't know. You know, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't <clears throat> I didn't say that. The Fire Escape, listening, Fire Escape does not s- support this message. Uh, but... Yeah, Ted Lasso absolutely rules. Like at the beginning, I was I was kind of like, well, this looks like it, it was a funny premise for a commercial, but that doesn't usually work for a TV show. No, uh, that's usually bad news. That's usually not what you want. And then I saw Bill Lawrence was uh you know Jason Sudeikis co-wrote it and produced it, and Bill Bill Lawrence was the other writer and producer, like head writer and producer. And I was like, okay, this yeah. might be something because you know Bill. I like Bill. I like I like Bill Lawrence shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is like incredibly good. I don't know why it it shouldn't be good. It's probably the best show I've seen. It's one of the, like one of the best new shows I've seen this year. I'll put it that way. Not like I've, I watched all of the Americans this year and that show rules. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the best 2020 show better than love Island. 
Uh, I haven't seen Love Island yet, so mm. I can't. But a different category. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apples and oranges. Apples yeah, yeah. And oranges. different category. So you know, you can, it's it's like you know comparing jazz to uh, j- commercial jingles. You know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's and com- I'll let you decide which is jazz. Yeah. Well, I don't think we, I don't think the listeners need any help there. Yeah. Love Island. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. Uh, I'll just wax poetically about Ted Lasso for a little <laughs> bit. It's it has like this perfect blend of like really funny little small moments, and also like a lot of heart in the way that like Bill Lawrence shows often do. Like you know, like it, uh, it juggles like the silly and like the serious really well. Uh, but it's done in a way that's like. I, you just kind of aren't expecting it. You kind of, you know, like a lot of comedy shows try to like convey real dramatic emotion, but like don't always succeed at it. Like they, you yeah. know, you, a lot of like network comedy shows and stuff like they're, they're, they're like family sitcoms where they try and deal with something like serious, like in a very, in like a very special episode type of way. But like, because they're because of the nature of their writing and stuff like that it just does it never like i've never like almost cried watching an episode of like modern family or mm-hmm. like blackish or anything like that not that they don't have not that they don't deal with serious stuff it's just they don't they haven't established a tone that allows them to show real human emotion mm-hmm. and like bill Lawrence shows do that to or at least scrubs in particular yeah. does that um part partially because of like the way it's filmed and Ted Lasso is similar in that way of like the the main character Ted Lasso is kind of like going through a rough patch in his marriage at the same time as like all this stuff is happening so it's both more silly than like a family sitcom because it's it's a ridiculous premise that like a division two college football coach would be, would be selected as like a premier league coach. And the way in which he wins is like, and the way in which like he brings the team together is like, you know, coachisms, you know, and like being like a, a perpetual optimist and just being really fun and like, you know, giving people little like army men and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just like, Hey man, I was, I was thinking about you last night and you know, like that type of stuff, yeah, yeah. like, very like perpetual optimist stuff, but then is also dealing with like a really difficult situation. Uh, and they undercut like the difficulty a lot, but then when it's, then when it needs to be real, it's very real. Like that, that I think is what makes, uh, that's what is how it's most similar to scrubs is like in scrubs, they would go, you know, Drama, 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 undercut the drama, undercut the drama, undercut the drama, 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 undercut the drama. And then in they would pick like an episode to be like, all right, now here is where we turn the key. This mm-hmm. is like it's like he's there there's something about the way that these shows are similar in that like they know exactly the moment to press the right button to make you like shed a tear. Mm-hmm. They're like, and now there we go. Yeah. Like uh, you know, the entire episode of the the third Brendan Fraser episode of Scrubs, mm-hmm. where it's like the very end, it's where do you think we are? Yeah. And it's like, 
And then from that moment, you know, it's just regular scrubs up until that moment. And then from that moment to the end of the episode, it is sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they do. Uh, I mean, I, I can't speak to Ted Lasso. I haven't seen it. Uh, but scrubs is, is the champ of that whole thing of like extremely silly, dumb slapstick, physical comedy, goofy jokes. Like none of the jokes are very smart ever. Uh, what about in your endo though? In your endo. Uh, but yeah, when, whenever they, whenever they decide to really, really crank it down, it gets rough. It gets rough. Steak night. I Steak watched, night. I watched that episode the other night. Oh, the other dude. Day. Steak rough. night is rough. It's rough. George. Old George. And the music. I mean, the music of that show is definitely, like, a big part of the brilliance of, like, being able to really, uh, really crank, you know, turn turn the screws on them. The music in Ted Lasso is is just okay, so far like i haven't had a there hasn't been like an ending song type situation where mm. it's like really stuck with me the theme song is mumford and sons there's a lot of mumford and sons in it uh he isn't he in I'm trying to think about this i think jason sudeikis is in have you ever seen that mumford and sons music video for wandering sun or i forget which no song but i is. know what you're talking about yeah yeah it's like uh it's him i think it's him the dude from Last Man on Earth, whatever that actor's name is, Will Forte. Yeah, Will Forte. Uh, the dude from Outside, the Outsider. Uh, what's his name? And and uh, uh, oh, uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, and then the dude from The Hangover who loses the tooth. Ed Helms. There you go. It's those dudes. Uh, it is a brilliant music video. Like I'm not a you know Mumford and Sons kind of has gotten tired uh to most of us but that music video is so self-aware of like of what mumford and sons is that it is excellent it is so good i I get i give props to mumford and sons for letting them make fun of them that hard Mm -hmm. it's great anyways that's my uh that's all i got there i need to watch it it's yeah it's awesome the song's not bad Uh, you know it's mumford and sons ding 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 and some banjos you know Mm mm-hmm Dude, that's exactly what a banjo sounds like. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I was playing a banjo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's one of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. It was just me playing a banjo. The, and the uh, tongue the tongue banjo. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know about the tongue banjo. You know what I mean? A tongue banjo. Dude, in other news, I watched two good McG movies the other night. I didn't know they existed, but I, I watched two of them. They were both good. What? Yeah, dude. What is the... What What were they? The Babysitter. Never seen it. And then The Babysitter 2, whatever its subtitle is. They are great. Okay. They're like very gory comedy horrors. And they are a very, oh, very fun time. Oh, oh, oh. the babysitter is, is that the one that it's a Netflix one, right? Just, yes, both of them came out like not that. I, th- I, I thought this was like an old. No, you know, no. I thought this was like early two thousands McG. Like, uh, 
the OC era McGee. Yeah, because I didn't know. I was like, why do I know that name? And I looked up his movies, and they were almost all trash. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Yep, trash. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a pretty un, unbelievable premise. Yeah. The original Charlie's Angels. <laughs> they were, uh, you know, out to stop cell phone manufacturers from tracking where everybody is all the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like that would ever happen. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, but they are very fun. Very, very fun. The Babysitter and the Babysitter 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. Babysit- two baby to sit oh, yep yeah babysitter babysitter uh, uh excuse me full bottle uh two baby two sat <laughs> yeah <laughs> boo boo apparently the next fast like not the one that's coming out but the next one that's going to be filmed fast and the furious movie is going to go into space sure i don't know if they're like actually going to go into space i mean i think vin diesel probably wants them to go into space that's probably true He's no Tom Cruise though. No. He can't he can't make it happen. Tommy Tommy Two Cruise is uh is trying to film in space. And on a cruise ship. And space on a cruise. cruise ship. Space cruise. Cruise cruise. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Speed. Space cruise. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Keanu, man. Oh, I know that, but I'm just saying. Dude, speaking of Tom Cruise. Okay. I watched uh The Outsider Outsiders the other day. Not the Outsider. Mm. The Outsiders uh it's on hbo max right now and that movie kind of rules in like an old movie type of way also that's the movie that like isn't that like a gang yeah it's the greasers and the socias yeah yeah yeah. set in the 60s i think early 60s yeah i was trying to get a get a handle most of the car like they did a good job by they i mean francis ford coppola directed it uh did a good job of uh this is movie talk today guys yep. <laughs> that's what i've decided because everything else is you know it's it's just what it is but. uh and i mean there's some other interesting stuff going on but anyways uh <laughs> the outsiders the mm-hmm. outsiders has the craziest cast of maybe any movie of the 80s matt Dillon, mm-hmm. tom cruise mm-hmm. patrick swayze c oh. thomas howell ralph macchio Emilio Estevez. Did I already say Rob Lowe? Nope. I did not. I did not. Whoa. Diane Lane. Whoa. Listen to that cast. That's this heavy is, duty. Is every famous person from the 1980s. That's true. Every one of them. Good ones and bad ones. It's also one of Patrick Swayze's first movies. Really? Uh, and I did not realize how much older he is than the rest of them. Or was. Or would be at this point in time. Is Well, uh, Red Dawn? It's older than Red Dawn. Is it really? The Outsiders is 1982. Whoa. And so all these other kids are... Like, Matt Dillon looks older than... Who is that? Most of the young people in that thing. But he is one of the youngest. Uh, What did he do? Matt Dillon did... um, Is he the guy with the big face? No, 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 no. I think you're thinking of Josh Brolin. No, no, not Josh Brolin. I mean, maybe he has a big face. He's he's the dude with the mustache in uh, something about Mary. Yeah, big face. Okay, big face. Then then he is the dude with the big yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that can mean so many things. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's got a big he, face. He's got a big face. You know. So this is like one of Emilio Estevez's early roles. This is like one of Rob Lowe's early roles. This might be like 
one of their first major movies. Like, I think it is the first major motion picture for most of these guys. Like, Ralph Macchio included. This is pre-Karate Kid. Whoa. Ralph Macchio. He must have been really young. Because he's young in Karate Kid. At no, least he looks not. young. He looks young. What's crazy is, let me pull up a picture of this. Listeners, if you're at home, I will pull up a picture. And uh, you know that joke? So our friend Christian's brother, Charlie, has this joke that's like, Ralph Macchio was like 35 from the original Karate Kid. That's not <laughs> true. That's that's too intense. Uh, so here's a picture. If you go to Ralph Macchio, Hollywood, he looks Hollywood eight. Reporter. Ralph Macchio right there? Yeah. Is twenty one? Get out! Did he look? Matt eight. Dillon is eighteen. What? This is Matt Dillon. Uh, is he 18. sitting down? Why this is, is he Ralph so little? Yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, it's like a little bit of forced perspective. Here's a. Well, I okay. think he's also just tiny. Yeah, but he is small. So like, he's twenty one. Yeah. Good lord! It's the only other person. The main, the lead in the movie is C. Thomas Howell, and I think he's the only other one that's been in a movie at this that? point in time. Uh, right here. Okay. He's, because uh, I think E.T. is before this. Yeah. So, yeah, he was already in E.T. Um, and then Patrick Swayze, this is one of his first movies. But, like, so, you know, Matt Dillon is 18. Rob Lowe is probably about 18. Tom Cruise is probably about 18 or 19 c thomas howell's 16 Wait, hang Ralph on a Macchio second. Is, uh, is 21 hang on a second why do you know all this because i looked it up because it was crazy okay because it, it was blowing because like i was because watching the movie you're like this movie came out in 1982 and all of these people who i just assumed patrick swayze was about the same age as yeah are 10 years younger than he I'm like he just looks obviously like he's 30 yeah and he's he's supposed to be older yeah and i was like when did Patrick Swayze get started? Like, when did he, like, get started in movies? And, and then I looked on his IMDb, and this is one of his earliest movies. And then I realized, oh, Patrick Swayze, like, just kind of started being an actor at, like, 32. Whoa. He, like, went and learned how to dance and, and, and whatnot before that. Like, he, like, went to f- the college and then, like, danced and then, like, came to New York and, like, learned ballet and modern and jazz and all these things. And then became a movie star in the 80s in his 30s. Like, I think maybe Dirty Dancing is before this. But I'm not positive. So, like. It's pretty bizarre that he went from. He's like in his. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when he is in, like, Point Break, he's like in his 40s. Whoa. He's a lot older than every. Like, he's he's my dad's age. He was born in 1952. Jeez. And all the rest of these dudes were born in the 60s. Yeah. Dang. Uh, no, Dirty Dancing is 87. Man, that's weird. He just, yeah. Because, like, Baby, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. Me neither. But, like, isn't she supposed to be in, like, high school? I don't know. Or something like that? I feel like she is. Uh, I feel like she's supposed to be in high school. American romantic drama film. Let's see. So it's 87. So that means he's 35 at that point in time. Jeez. And okay, no, Jennifer Grey would be 27 then. But I don't know if she was supposed to. I don't I, I got to get to the plot. Hold on. Let's see. 
Catskills Resort, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea. Is dirty, I have no idea is, how old she is. Footloose is the one where they're in a town that's... That, that bands dancing. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. With Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's see. When's Tom Cruise? How old is Tom Cruise? 55. 58. Mm, or 62. So Tom Cruise was 20, around around 20 during the uh, the filming of uh of uh the outsiders this is this is how like this is the weirdest thing about all this so okay 61 that means he was 19 ralph macchio was 19 when this movie i mean he looks like a child but yeah he looks like he's about 12 and he plays like one of the youngest people on there even though, like, he looks younger than C. Thomas Howell does, mm-hmm. even though he's 19 and he's 16. Whoa. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And this has been, man, Ralph Macchio is a lot older than we thought he was. Hour. Yeah. The Firescape, where we discuss Ralph Macchio's age yeah. at length. That's what we do. So that means he played, how old was, see, he's born in 61, The but at the end of 61, he's born in basically 62 so he's born in november this has been a very millennial day so far for me and uc bob yeah we've done a lot of conversation based on looking stuff up so 22 22 is how old ralph kid. macchio is in the karate kid damn looked like a little ass kid and that was the ralph macchio minute the match the macho the machi minute min machin it Minuccio. Min- <laughs> the Ralph Minuccio. There we go. Do you know Macaulay Culkin was uh, 27 in uh, Home Alone? Oh, yeah. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin just turned 40 recently, yep. apparently. Yeah, he he talked about it on the internet. Yeah. I remember. To make us all feel old or something like that. Yeah. Didn't make me feel old. I ain't 40. Mm-mm. Me neither. With your old ass. <laughs> Get out here with your old ass. He did... He was in a band, I think, called Pizza Cat, which is pretty awesome. That is. That counts for something. Sure. I don't know. I've never listened to them. I doubt they're good, but I like the name. I know that much. Uh-huh. That's mm. good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I've been watching a lot of Tales from the Crypt lately. Is Ralph Macchio in that? Not that I know Oh, of. sorry. The Minuccio is over. Oh, yeah. 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 We've that. moved on. Uh I didn't know, so I wasn't allowed to watch that kid, that show as a kid, and I now know why. Too scary? Well, yeah, it's pretty scary, but also, they show lots of boobs in that show, which nice. I was not aware of. Ooh. I always thought it was like a slightly more- Time to watch Tales from the Crypt. That's right. I always thought it was like a slightly more adult Goosebumps or like Are You Afraid of the Dark or something. Not true. Oh, it's a slightly more adult Goosebumps, all right. Well, yeah, it is an adult Goosebumps. Adult bumps. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Hey. Adult bumps. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure you get those by hanging out in the wrong part of town. What'd you get for hanging out with all them nasty girls? Adult bumps. Um, what else do we yeah, have to talk about? There's not. A, there's not I uh, mean, there's stuff going on, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know either. I don't know, man. Aliens in New Jersey. That much I know. 
I won't. I mean, the. I mean, let's be honest. The blimp is a cover up. So. Oh. Let's go ahead and yeah. cover that immediately. I love that. Is the most New Jersey thing of all time. Like the video I've seen, where it's just like, dude, that's a fucking UFO up there, <laughs> and it's just like it has like this the like light sign going like for you know like horizontally on it and i'm just like and it's like kind of far away and i'm like yeah man i mean you know it's a ufo to you yep it is unidentified to you yes and it to is the world incredibly it it's just as incredibly clearly the goodyear blimp <sighs> all right talk about sheep over here well first of all we got a band together to fight the aliens because if the aliens came here to and disguised themselves as as a Goodyear blimp, then that means that they support Goodyear's banning of MAGA hats. True. Which means they're that libs. they're libs. The aliens are libs. You heard it here first, guys. The aliens are libs. You probably did not hear it here first. I'm sorry. Definitely not. <laughs> that exists. Alex Jones has already said that. The aliens are libs. Yeah. They're cultural Marxists. Intergalactic cultural Marxists. <laughs> they're turning the frogs gay. You know, I did watch. Oh, you, uh, Alex Jones is too hard. Yeah, it's really too hard. Like, you just can't. Mm-mm. No, no. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been trying real hard to find some new. I watched Hangar One on uh, Amazon Prime yesterday. Ooh. Try, trying to watch find some more alien documentaries. Just not a great one. Not a great one. They were positing that uh, alien technology. You know, well, all the technology we have now is because of alien technology from a crash in, like, Missouri in the 40s or something. Uh-huh. They were like, you know, could it be possible that the transistor tri- chip was recovered alien technology, and that's why we had a technological boom? And I was like, mm, if all we got out of a spaceship was transistors, uh-huh. I don't know... That these aliens were very advanced. Uh-huh. Because they were like, you know, computers went from being an entire room to a cell phone in like 40 years. And we were like, well, uh-huh. yeah. But if we're, if we're saying that something flew. That's also like that not, like miniaturization is not like that impressive. You know what I mean? Like it went from a whole room to a cell phone. I'm like. Well, yeah. Cool. That's once, fine. Once you uh, understand how it works, you can make it smaller. If you want to, if you want to make an argument, like we went from a steam train to being on the moon in like a hundred years, that's a better argument. Yeah. No, that was not their argument. I mean, they did talk about like space, you know, going to the moon or whatever, but it was because of transistor chips. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, well, but the problem is, we just know who invented transistor chips and like why and how. Yeah, uh, cover-up, dude. They're not just going to tell you they got it off a spaceship. Not going to happen. Okay. I mean, my whole thing is, if if we found a spaceship that can travel from another galaxy, wouldn't we have gotten more than just a transistor? Yeah. You know? No, man. The, yeah, like, that's the thing. It's like, we have this spaceship that can travel from another galaxy, mm-hmm. or maybe not another galaxy, just another star, somewhere... It can do an amount of travel that takes that makes like visiting us from another planet not uh, impossibly difficult. Mm-hmm. So we have one of those ships. Yeah, we got one. And what we've gotten out of it is uh, like 
okay autopilot for electric cars and like some phones that go bad after two years. Mm -hmm. That's what we've gotten out of it. Mm -hmm. And I guess like ray tracing on, on the new, uh, on the new video game systems. I mean, I don't even know what that is, but yeah. Ray tracing is like when instead of like, instead of the, the computer showing light, like instead of you having to program light patterns into a computer, you put a light source in the uh, graphics and then it it knows the way the light will work yeah off of that so it's like the new the new consoles will be able to do it yeah yeah that's what we got uh uh-huh. that's what we got and it took us 80 years to figure out the ray tracing part of it mm-hmm. cool yep you're good. but we got to the moon in the 60s yes okay yes yeah that's yeah we uh, on computers that are less powerful and larger than the one in my phone, in my pocket. True. Yes. Correct. We got to the moon in the sixties off of that. Well, no, we didn't get to the moon in the sixties off of that. That was uh, all a lie. Yes. Forgot about that part. It's really hard to keep all those conspiracies together. Well, especially if you're like one of those, cause like, I feel like a lot of conspiracy theorists are like overarching conspiracy theorists and they put them all together. A lot of them do overlap. Um, which is silly. Um, but not all of them overlap. You know, there are definitely people who, you know, believe that we got alien technology and we not only went to the moon, uh, but like, you know, we can go to like, we like visit Jupiter regularly or whatever, but it's just a secret. There's also naturally, people, naturally, there's also people who believe that we got alien technology in the forties, but we somehow also couldn't get to the moon in 69. Sure. Both of those things are true. And then that there's also people who believe we have alien technology, uh, but that also the earth is flat. And so, you know, you kind of have to wade through those waters. Um, you know, you, you gotta, you just gotta know where you're going. Cause it'll get, it'll get kind of funny on you. Uh, uh-huh. but you know, if there's one thing we do know is that Bigfoot is aliens that much. We understand maybe probably I would rather Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Or uh, excuse me, no more human in political power should be AI. Maybe aliens. I prefer. Bigfoot. I prefer Bigfoot. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Jose Canseco knows what's knows what's up. Oh yeah, he's got some alien technology, probably. Dude, I don't know. I feel like we. I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about conspiracy theories, but they're they're just so interesting to me i love them. in like i don't know if i love i love them in the same way that like i like talking about uh trying to figure out something that's very frustrating to me <laughs> uh, you know what i mean like i, I just i like them in the same way when i'm like like i want to be able to crack it it this is like not knowing how like why your car won't start mm-hmm. and you're just like I just got to find it man and then like I feel like if I can just crack why people think this way then I'll be like Eureka well I mean I think they just think that way cuz they just want something better they just want something bigger to explain the way life works and obviously that is a tough nut to crack and conspiracy theories are an easy way these people to believe in something bigger than themselves 
that can kind of work like religion and they can just invest their their whole everything can plug into them any any worldview can be plugged in that's why yeah. i just don't like it yeah i do it makes me sad I, I, I mean i like it to an extent it gets to a dark place eventually uh but that's what i mean I, I think it can only lead to a dark place because of the way because of the patterns that it sets up in your in your line of thinking i don't think that there's a way to just continuously do it just for fun is is my thing i think i mean I mean, I think you can you can view it just for fun, but I don't think that there's any way. Like, I'm not talking about you viewing it. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the people who, who create, believe who believe it. Yeah. There's no way it doesn't lead to a dark place. No, it that's, doesn't. It's that, not possible. It's pro- that's probably true. It's like to me, it's like uh, it's like being a it's like being a really great actor or artist or something. Like, it oftentimes leads to people having issues. You know, yeah. whether like being super famous or drugs or whatever. Um, and I will selfishly entertain myself with their product that's kind of the way i view conspiracy theories yeah and like i understand it's it is damaging to people who believe in it uh-huh. uh at least you just don't care enough about them to stop exactly nice yeah yeah yeah. exactly um how did you remember where that was i i i have a uh, i have a, a cheat list. sheet yeah i see Ooh. haven't used the sounds in a while yeah i i I was actually talking to somebody about our soundboard the other day i'm germany were they from germany no they weren't uh but he was like are you gonna just be like shock morning shock jack radio now i was like yeah that's pretty much the idea (laughs) i forgot we had that one that's one of my favorites yeah also this day to this day to this day it's another it's another favorite you know mm-hmm. just got to get them all out it's true that's all i got i don't know what else to say i got one thing left to say yes right so we're gonna do to the lib aliens in a merry in a happy new year too mm-hmm. my tommy gun does well speaking of uh of home alone and macaulay culkin you know the only thing actually i do have one last thing i want to say and that's that i'm sorry for 2004 that's right um this has been the firescape you can find us firescape pod at gmail.com for emails you can tweet at us instagram at us uh find us on uh, live journal at Firescape Pod. Mm-hmm. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Coulter Levi. Uh, you can find me on the Instagram, but I'm not going to score Pete. But I'm about to delete that account and turn it into a MySpace account. So be on the lookout for that. Nice. And you can find Ruben Stuttered on Twitter at Ruben Stuttered. That's R-U-B-E-N-S-T-U-D-D-A-R-D. Ruben Stuttered. Uh, new album, Ruben Sings Luther. Available everywhere. For tickets and tour info, click the link below. He hasn't updated this, his, his bio, in a while. Our show is now, it's just a good time to mention, we are sponsored by Ralph Macchio and 
Ruben Stuttered. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Stuttered is also, uh, as of August 6th, has a cameo profile. Uh, $75 for our quest Ooh. for Ruben Stuttered. I don't know how long he'll do the video. Um, Nadi, uh, Nedia on September 15th, 2020. Gave him a five-star review. Said, thank you, Ruben. I really enjoyed you singing that song for me. You just don't know. Cry, laugh, crying emoji. 100, 100 hard eyes. <laughs> uh, some more Ruben stuttered reviews. Oh. No, I just wanted to see the reviews. Uh... Ruben, this video for our daughter's 25th birthday was perfect. She was just seven when pulling for you on American Idol was a family affair every week. You somehow look even better, ever better, and younger 17 years later. You sound even better, parenthetical, if that is possible. And the video could not have been more perfect. Thank you a million times. Stay safe so we can see you in person when this pandemic ends. Reviewed by Maggie on September 15th, 2020. Hmm. So... Uh, he's got 32 reviews and they're all five stars. Um, sounds like a good, uh, well spent $75 if you ask me. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we should get Ruben Stutter to do, maybe we should pay $75 to get Ruben Stutter to like do our intro. It's a great idea. Ruben, if you're listening, call us, call our people. No, no, no we just couldn't pay him. Oh, well, yeah, but we still want him to call our people. Okay. Set it up, you know, set up the meeting. I'll tell you what though. His video, he's not doing a great job on the videos. He's sitting, like, with a window on almost all of these. He's just sitting in a chair with a window behind him. He's trying to get, like, a detective noir thing going. Yeah, I mean, you just can't see him. Yeah. It's just, man, backlight. Don't just backlight, man. Get that front light. Nah, dude. Ain't getting that front rent neither. All right. Thanks for listening. (laughs) See you guys. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it?